Glory to God. Guys, this year will not be like the last year. I dimensions that his children will enter effortlessly just in the place of worship. Every single prayer point that was raised in this place were spot on from the throne of grace. I beg of you, I've entered a season where you cannot hear once and run with it. You need to hear often. Because the guys that are out there and the systems that we battle against are constantly selling rubbish to us. So you can't just have this encounter and just wait for another Sunday. No. On Monday, go here. Go there. On Tuesday, watch. On Wednesday, watch. So that you can perpetually be a terror to the enemy. Praise God. Um, last week, I took us on the Holy Spirit. And one major thing that we really expatiated on was the Holy Spirit being the one that never leaves. How many of us remember from John 14? That the Spirit of God never leaves us. The Bible said that he's going to give us another comforter or a second, sorry, another advocate. And we looked into that matter. We said that the advocate goes into places that you with, you know, can't, can't go. He goes and makes certain conversations that you cannot have. And today we are going to be looking at three other vital things that the Holy Spirit does, but they are meshed in one. But so that you can just understand them um, as we go on. Um, the three things we are going to look at is the Holy Spirit being the one that guides us into all truth. And you know, I think, I think I said that last week that I'm going to be doing a little bit of an understudy of truth this morning. So he guides us into all truth. Another thing that he does is he reminds us of the word of Jesus. I want you to pick these three things that are very vital that I'm going to say. The first thing is he guides us into all truth. All truth. The second thing is that he reminds us of the words of Jesus. And the third is that he doesn't speak of itself. It doesn't speak of itself. It would always channel you back to God. Always channels you back to God. Always channels you back to God. Those three things are very vital. All right. I'm going to start from explaining how the Holy Spirit functions as to leading us into all truth. John 14 verse 17a. So that you can find that as a scriptural reference. I'll look at that and I'll look at John 14, 26 and John 15, 26. So, media just have that on lockdown. John 14, 17a now. Then I will look at John 14, 26 and John 15, 26. So, John 14, 20, 17a. He says, this friend, all right, good. He says, he is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. He says, the world cannot receive him because it's not looking for him and it doesn't recognize him, but you will know him because he lives in you and later will be in you. So I, I think we, we explained that, that he's around, but now he's inside. Good, fantastic, good. Now, what I'm going to be teaching us about is, is about truth. And I'm going to just share something. Our kingdom is a kingdom of words. John 1 said it. In the beginning was the word, the word was a God, and the word was God. The word became flesh and it was among men. It is this word that became life, and the life became the light of men, and darkness cannot comprehend. You know that scripture. That's John 1 verse 1 to 5. Now, it's a kingdom of words. Now, the word is our integrity. It's what we hold on to that we can say that these things will happen. Everything that we just did this morning was confessing, professing, and demanding based on the word. That's what we did. All the choir came to do was to show you that there is something written about you in scriptures that says that you are favored. That says that you can walk in speed. 
that says that you can do all things through Christ that gives you strength. It's the word. That is our integrity. The Bible says he has honored his what? Word above his. It's the integrity of God, his word. And that is why when Abraham, no, was it Abraham or Moses was saying, who should I say sent me? He said, say that I am. Because after that, there is nothing. I am is he. I cannot validate my word more than myself. I am. It's like you having the privilege of meeting Dangote in person and you saw him sign a check of 500k. Then you now ask sir, ego clear? You will say, I, I, you, know, you know that part that the angel said when he was having a conversation with Zachariah? I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. You dare say that to me? That's the way Dangote will look at you. I just signed this. And you feel that I'm incapable of giving you 500,000 naira. Nairas. The word is God's integrity. When he gives it, you can't second guess because he says, I am all that you're holding. And you stewarding your promises here. He's saying that God, this is your word. Nothing is shaking it. So we are in a kingdom where the integrity of all that we do is laden in the word. And you will find out that the, in, the pro, a product loses its integrity when you find out that it's fake. Hey. Love loses its integrity when it is never expressed. I love you, I love you, I love you, but nothing shows for it. Clothes lose their integrity if it doesn't cover nakedness or offer warmth. I'm going to some people. That's the definition of clothes. Hear me now. Definition. Covers nakedness, offers warmth. If yours is not doing one, it's not a cloth. Shoes lose their integrity if they cannot protect the soul or the feet. The word loses integrity if it is seen as a lie. So every time God gives you a word and you cannot believe it, that in word can't work for you because you have perceived it as a lie. But this is one of the things that the Lord was sharing with me and I found out that the enemy does. The enemy has specialized in the art of making a lie true and the truth a lie. And you saw that in Genesis. He has specialized in the art of selling you lies and making them look like truth. Then also twisting the truth of the word of God and making them look like a what? Lie. Now anybody that is caught up in that whirlpool, you enter into what they call slavery. And when I started to look about this word, you know, the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. The simple thing mind of me will say, okay, so he guides us so that we will not lie. And God was telling me that, no, I'm not talking about you lying. And he said, I see, when we look at these scriptures, we are looking at two contexts. The first is, it's possible to be a believer and live a lie. Not live in lies. When we think about, we think about, oh, God is saying we should not lie. No, I'm not going there. I will, I will, that one is a small part. That's small. That, lying is an offshoot of a spirit, and you'll find it, the spirit of this world, 
the spirit of the man of darkness, the devil. But you see, what is greater is living a lie. You see, when you are sick, is the devil trying to sell you? Come on, somebody help me now. When you fail, is the enemy trying to sell you a that you are a failure? Can I even shock you? When you sin after you have gotten born again, is the enemy trying to lie to you that you are a sinner? When it seems like as if you are 30 something, because 30 now is range, 30 something, and no suitable man or woman has come, is the devil trying to tell you that there is a delay? It's a So we must start to see that there are many things that we have won as truth, but they are lies. And Jesus trying to tackle that showed us what I'm about to show you guys. So the first thing is that the Holy Spirit is the key that helps us to understanding all truth. Now, truth, as some of you will know, is a person. And the Bible says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one cometh unto the Father except through me. What that seeks to say to you is, many things can be true, but they may not be the truth. The means that it's a definite bus stop. Right? I can come to this class now, or this church now and say, Hello, what's up, everybody? And some of you will think that I have feminine tendencies. But the truth is that I'm a man. It's the truth. A truth of some people will say that that is how you know those that are gay is a lie. Are you with me? And you find that these are the constructs that the, the devil has sold to people. They now build on that narrative to now become I am. I'm going to teach you something about I am today. I am is a statement that validates identity. So, God saying, I am everything. I am everything. So, it's possible for believers to live in a lie. See what the Bible says. Open to John 8. John 8 verse 31. John 8. This scripture was talking to believers. But you see what Jesus was saying to them. He said, Jesus said to the people who believed in him. So, we can agree that this was a family meeting. It was a meeting for believers. He says, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teaching. Look at the next verse. He says, and you will know the truth. And the truth shall what? Two things I want you to bring out from this place is the truth of God is not hidden. Is somebody there with me? The truth of God is knowable. Are, are you listening? This mystical nature of you reading the Bible and still feeling that other people have the ability to interpret it better. They may have given themselves better to the study, but ma, sir, if you also sit down, you can also get the revelation. It is a knowable truth. Why it is knowable is because when Jesus died, the veil was torn. So that by the help of the Holy Spirit, you too can know the mind of Christ. 
For no one knows the heart of a man than the spirit. But it does not end there. He says, but ye have the mind of Christ. So it is knowable that I can say I will never be poor. It's a knowable revelation. It is not a hidden revelation to only Bishop Oedipo. It is knowable. That you can genuinely walk year by year and not have to go to a hospital because of infirmity is a knowable truth. That even if you are in the midst of fire, you can sleep and be calm because you know he that holds you is a knowable truth. So you can know the truth. The second thing is truth has the ability to set free. My wife gave an analogy. I don't know whether I was um, feed or something. He said, you see, the power of knowledge is that somebody comes in and says, hey, 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 they just killed somebody at the bus stop. All of you start to panic because you know you need to pass that bus stop. But when somebody now says, ah, ah, it's a lie, now I just came back from there, nothing is happening. That person introduces a new knowledge that sets you free from the bondage of being shot, of being terrorized. Knowing the word, knowing the truth can break you from everything that has bound you. And as I said, the Holy Spirit is the one that leads us. So it's a leading. It's not, he is not the one. He's leading you to the one. Because we said that he is, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. The second thing I said is he does not bear witness of himself. He bears witness of Jesus. He's telling you about Jesus. Everything the Holy Spirit tells you is about Jesus. So, the Holy Spirit helps us with this. But we know that we can live a lie. Now, I wrote this here. A lie is not just speaking falsehood. A lie is also a misrepresentation of your identity. Now, I found out that what Jesus was trying to say here is, I'm speaking to believers, but I'm speaking to believers that are enslaved. I'm speaking to believers that are in sin. Because see, more than the desire for enjoyment of passion, sin also comes when people do not know truth. Let me explain that. You see, if I don't believe or I have not read enough that God can take away addiction, I will manage addiction. Let me tell you two things that we do when we are enslaved. In fact, how do you even know that you are enslaved? Let me show you here. Thank you, Lord. You know you are enslaved when it becomes your identity. And the Bible called him blind Bartimaeus. When it becomes your identity, oh no, but just that's just the way I am. Be careful. No. No. You may start as imperfect, but that is not your identity. Remember what I said, that there is a difference between a truth and the truth. I may have struggled, but it does not mean that in me there's no, there is no ability to withstand that thing and to overcome it. 
I've shared my testimony here at the time I used to masturbate. That was a truth about me. But you see, the truth about me is that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And one of the people I read and I was listening to, he said that where we are is, I wrote it was such a powerful word that he said. He said, it's one thing to believe in Jesus, it's another thing to know that you know him enough to be set free. He says to remain free is to be released from something that ought not to be or, or, or something that ought not to be, something that is holding, hunting, limiting, caging, and imprisoning you so that you cannot become what you have been designed to become. He says, salvation sets us up for an experience of freedom. Then I love this. He says, for some, there is a gap between the time of their salvation and the time of their liberation. So that is why he can talk to Christians. And though they were believers, he was still saying that yes, you are saved, but you have not been liberated. Because sin is still a cage that is holding you. And these are lies from the enemy. So Jesus came so that he can set us free. And that's why the Bible says, if you know him, you will be set free. If you know the... So how do we engage this truth? How? Let me share two things, by the way, before we go to engaging the truth. Things that show, things that we do when we are in slavery. Or where the enemy sells us a lie that we believe. The first thing is we dress it up. We conceal it. Women are slightly more familiar with this because there is a tool they have in their bag. Most of them, most of them. Except for the ones that forget. It's called a concealer. Most of them. Now what is a concealer? A concealer gives you a pictorial representation of something that is not there yet. Now, a face that is smooth by the power of a concealer, upon the unraveling, you will find out that there are just maybe one or two. It's not like it's a lot. Just one or two dark spots. But you see, the concealer brings them to the place of perfection. They are getting there. So while they are doing the skin... No, no, no. Listen to me. Listen to me. While they are getting their skin routine intact, you know, getting their vitamin Ds, eating right... They cannot wait for all those things to make... Some people are... I'm, I'm getting to some people. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You see, be, 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 before they get there, there is something that enables them to take a picture-worthy picture that makes them, you know, likable in the eyes of a suitor. That when he sees them, he's like, oh, wow. You see, then some leave that level. Then I said, not only would I conceal by... Physical, I will also conceal by camera. And that is why the Yimbo man brought what they call filter. So what happens is she has done the first concealing, but so that it can look all perfect and natural, she now brings a filter. All this is to cover. And as funny as that sounds, bring your back, bring your mind back to what we are talking about. Doesn't that look like how we conceal some of our inadequacies? Because you refuse to believe you can deal with it, you start to conceal it. 
Because you fail to know that there is power in your inside that can set you free from it. What you start to do is to package it. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Just so that I don't slide on one side. You see, there is a way men who off jackets. There is an ah, a smell that will come sometimes because it's often said, often said, not the men here, often said that a lot of men do not really care about their undergarments. They can wear it for one week. They often say that it's said, not the ones that are here. But you see, one of the ways that they feel they are safe is because there are other things that come upon the undergarment, outer garments. But you see, smell cannot be covered. When they find themselves somewhere, there is an oozing. And so, there is an, what? Aura. <laughs> guys, 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 let me tell you something. No matter how much you wear that jacket, if you have very, very bad inner garments, it will smell. You can't conceal it. After a while, it will come out. You can't conceal for too long. Thank you. They say, well, some of you cannot sleep with makeup. And even when you do, you cannot sleep with makeup for three days stretch. Some way, somewhere, you must, ah, you, must, you must expose yourself. You must, you must look at your reality. Is he, is he, eh? You know? What you do when you are in slavery or in bondage of the lies of the enemy is that the first thing you conceal. The second thing we do is that we manage and we suppress. You see, manage and suppress is even more dangerous. Because manage and suppress tells you that if they cannot see it, we are okay. I can speak in tongues here. Give you new tongues every week. Based on upgrades and downloads. You know, Rekita, Aska, Ai. I can give you. However, the potency of those things I just said is found in the days of my weakness. If I make a habit of managing and suppressing, I will be a weakling. That's why the Bible says, if you fail in the days of adversity, it is not that your tongues is weak. Is the strength that the tongues give it. That's the disadvantage of those that want to fake it to make it. You may never make it. Identify. A dermatologist will tell you, sir, it's pimples. It's not birthmark, sir. No, it's not, it's not black. Mm, it's, it's pimples. Then now, let's look at it. Let's go to hygiene. Sir, do you have that regular gym, Chelsea gym bottle worth of granite under your desk in the office? Oh, yes, I just use it to, you know, come. How many of that bottle do you finish in a week? I just like uh, one, one bottle for days. Ah, sir, it's part of your problem. Reduce. Oh, sir, I just wanted to ask, what is your eating habit like? Are you a McDonald's, a chicken and chips, fish, nothing particularly vegetable in the mix? Sir, that too can cause because the oil that is there can enable these things to find facial expression. And they start to tell you. Is it? Why is it that pimples does not grow in, in this kind of place that he is eating? 
They want you to treat it. You see, the pimples is an indication of what is happening in your inside. He wants you to give it attention. He knows that this is your show, your, your show glass. Your, your, this is where they see. So he comes here. How many of you have seen the one that comes here? The very center of excellence. How many of you know that stress also increases pimples? Those ones that come here, part of it is related to stress. So they come to the center that Ogami be thinking, be thinking, be thinking. Engine, if I knock, it want to knock. Calm down, calm down. Take leave, take leave, take leave. Relax, forgive, forgive, forgive. So we learn to mask. We learn to manage. That's what we do. And when you learn to mask and you learn to manage, you never get to heal. You see, another problem that we've also faced is a lot of us have masked it enough that we have not seen the need for healing anymore. Why? Because it has now become an I am. When it becomes an I am, it limits the ability for you to want to deal with it. You give it to me when I give it to you. When you have that, you will never let this is. When you have that mindset, that's the mindset that does not enable you to hear the word when they say that, Auntie, maybe you are a little bit utty. Don't tell me that. Nobody's going to tread upon me. I'm not snake and scorpion. They cannot match me. It's because you have made that deficiency, and I am. The moment you say, are you serious? Some of you, you have heard it from multiple quarters. Take note. I learned this thing a long time ago. They said, if they see you on the street and they say, why do you have a tail? Ignore it. If another man comes and says, ah, this your tail is long, go, maybe you should ignore it. The next man that comes and says, ah, ah, but why are you using pink tail? Auntie, check it. Maybe you have a tail. Just check it. Just. Mm. When you are in contact, you are in contact with your I am's, it's so that God can heal. Do you understand me? Another thing is, it's not only the enemy that shows you your weaknesses, even God. Even God shows you your weaknesses. And one of the things I love about the spirit of truth is not shy to say the truth. Guys, you know how many times, how many years ago I'd read and the Holy Spirit had told me that Olim, they go into a strict diet of just vegetables. The spirit of truth does not know how to hide. He doesn't know how to manage or massage your emotions. If he knows that it will kill you, he will tell you. Olim, they watch this thing. Olim, they watch this thing. Everything, wah, 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 wah. You too like food. The same way the Holy Spirit tells some of you, I'm here, I'm Table's now falling here. The same way the Holy Spirit is telling you, you talk too much. Everything is not a gestable encounter. Sometimes pray. It's the same Holy Spirit that came and said, Olumide, these counselings that you are doing, you will burn yourself out. Pray for them. Times in my life, I will cancel four hours. I'm the one that gets depressed afterwards. Um, see, you, you don't understand that these things are transferable. But I know that I'm going to speak with someone and the Holy Spirit just tell me, go into tongues. And pa, 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 pa. 
discovery, enlightenment, illumination, set free. Bam. All glory goes to God. When the Spirit reveals it, it's so that He can deal with it. Lastly, I think that was a real seller word there. Look at this scripture. John 8. I'm just going to rush it. But you will get it because I've done, I've done most of this, the, the, the speaking concerning it. This is John 8, 32. See what was going on here. And Jesus said to them, I'm reading from 31, yeah. And Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Now, see, what will set them free is the truth. Truth is what sets free. He says, but, but we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have, never been, we have never been slaves to anyone, which is a lie. Which is a lie. You see, another thing about when you have a mind of you don't want to hear truth, you start to conjure lies. You d- yes, when you repel truth, you embrace lies and you profess lies. Do you know how many people put Israel in bondage? It was almost like everybody wanted to have a shot. Persians, Babylon, ba- Babylon, Babylonians, the Philistines, ah, Egypt. See what our daddy is saying. Mm. See them. These were the fathers of faith in that day. The ones that held the scroll. The ones that when they passed. Mm. These are the people. You see, even if you are a spiritually titled man, if you are not spirit-filled, you will mess up. You hear what I said? Spiritually titled man. Ah. Hey. Ah. Hmm. Another just another day. They are calling me bishop, bishop, bishop. My head was in the wrong space. It's God that brought me back. You self-destruct. Bishop, you can... Uh, okay. Alright. Moving on ever so swiftly. Yeah. He says, what do you mean? What do you mean you will be, you will be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Hey, you see the way Jesus starts? Hey, yeah, truth. I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. A slave is not a permanent member. This is where I'm going to end the scripture, so I want you to pay real attention. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is a part of the family forever. If you have a slave, do you not share the same address? What does that mean that he's a son? If both of you are going to try to fill any application, both of you put the same address now. Well, you see, it's not by the address. It's by the identity. When the identity is gotten, certain accesses work for the son that cannot work. Let me change it again. Contract staff. Do all of you not say that, oh, I work in 365. Yes, GTB. I'm not promoting them. Yeah. Oh, I'm a contract staff in this bank. I'm a contract staff in that organization. But I found out something, especially in an organization called Name Withheld. That they have two types of ID card. There's the blue and there's the white. The blue gets you to a certain level. But you see, the white gets you... Yeah. I have... I know an organization that their ID card 
is also a, a, a key, not to their home, their local office, to their home office abroad. Oh yes, I found out. That with the key, I'm saying you work in Nigeria, your contract is Nigeria, but that card gives you access to enter their home office that is in, let's say, Spain or Belgium or whatever, just because you are a full staff. That's the power of being a full staff. But in this same Nigeria, there are some people that work in that company, but their contract, their ID card is just card. It has no chip in it. They took the chip off their shoulders. Are you listening to me? So, though you share the same identity, get your minds back, get your minds back. We're about to round off. I know I took you to a place you didn't want to go. Get your mind back. Eh? My wife wants to help me, balance. Pia is saying that there are some contracts that your card has chip. Don't worry, it's great. I'm just saying, pay. Even with the chip, only be told day, you do get where you can reach. There is difference. <laughs> Let's get back. Let's get back. Let's get back. Now. Jesus was saying here that a slave, though he's in there, is temporary. Now, what he was trying to say is you may be born again, but if you do not know that you have the ability to live above sin, you will live a temporary life. But a son is one that lives eternally. Another thing that I found out, have you also seen the conversion that happens when you want to move from being a slave? No. From being a contract staff to a full staff. Do you know that it's a full staff that has to recommend you? Oh, yes. Only the freeborn can bring a slave out of slavery. So see what Jesus said here. So Jesus said, verse 36. So if... If the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. And I love what P.I. says. It takes a son to show a son how to be a son. That's why God sent his. No matter the workings of the slave, it is the endorsement of the son that validates his migration. So what Jesus was saying to them here is you are tackling the very one that can set you free. So now that now becomes a bit of a confusion because it started from verse 32 to say if you know the truth, the truth should set you free. Now 36 is saying if the son sets you free, you are free indeed. So mathematics, it means that the son is the truth. So if you have been born again by the Son. You have the truth. And when you have the truth, you will not give in to the Father of lies. Let me show you something about the Father of lies. The Bible said concerning the Father of lies. And that's how you know. I still have nine minutes. Okay. 
Say something about the father of lies. Yeah. Ephesians 2, 1 to, th- to 3. I'm going to read that. Ephesians 2, 1 to 3. It says, once you were dead, because your disobedience, because of your disobedience and your many sins, too. You used to live in sin just as the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the power of the unseen world. He is the spirit. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. Now, you see what he was trying to t- tell you here is that while you thought that you chose Christ, there was already a spirit at work in you. Now, listen to this. Now, this would really teach you why some of you still go back to the things you do not want to go back to. You've started your life in sin. That is why the Bible says that in sin we were born. By, by, by one man, sin came into the world. We understand that scripture. So it means that before the ordinances of God's penetration into your heart, your initial default was sin. Now, as everything that you use that multiplies, after a while, when you use sin enough, you become a sinner. It becomes an identity. So the man that drank once, five years from that time, becomes an alcoholic. Yeah, are you getting it? The one that slept, maybe by mistake or whatever it is, with a married man, after a while, it becomes a trend. It, it graduates. It, it, it morphs. It, yes, that's it. It, it metamorphosizes. It goes, it does the egg lava pupa adult. It, everything is in a, in a transition stage to their adulthood. So sin starts to build. And you see, sin never goes alone. Sin goes in the company. That's why when Jesus wanted to send out the man, he says, what is your name? He says, we're a legion. We, we, no, no, they're like Liverpool. They never walk alone. Are you listening to me? So from one sin, one sin says, I, I, I they enjoy for here. Oh, this guy no get bother. Everything I say, go. You self come. You, you say they struggle for that. Because certainly don't touch that side. Come this side. Nothing they happen for you. And they start to build their home. That's why the Bible says that when a spirit is cast out from a man, do not allow that spirit to be vacant. Because these guys have network. You don't open, no. Vacancy day. But this time, they don't go chase us out. We don't go pay rent, but we go day. They now come with, the Bible says, seven stronger demons. And the case of the man becomes worse than the former. Because they go in companies. So this is what happens. The moment you now get that breakage of, that breakage, where God comes in that, into that picture. And God gives you the word that sets you free. And you were broken. And you know that the best way that God uses to bring us into repentance is by love. I think I shared that last week. It is by love. After Peter did all that he did, he still came and said, you see the weight of the world, when the world says what's serving breakfast is a bad thing that just happened to you. But when Jesus serves you breakfast, it's a good thing. Because the Bible says that the moment they came to the shore, he served them. Served them breakfast. And it was good food. Say to your neighbor, when Jesus serves breakfast, it's good food. Now, so, when you now cut into that that notion, now listen to me, listen to me. This will help somebody. When you get into that revelation of Jesus died for me, I am a saint, I'm, I'm a saint, I'm no longer a sinner. The first thing that gets saved, if rapture happens that time, your spirit goes to heaven. Which is the most important. But you see, your spirit is entangled with your soul and your body. Every residue of sin finds their way in your soul. Hey. 
So the moment you now get born again, you now have to detox your soul. And you now start to renew your mind. Yes, it is raining. Focus. You don't start. I like the way some people like, like it should be snow, right? No, it's rain, man. And it's snow, be by. Get your minds back. Get your minds back. Get your minds back. So you see that at that place, it is your soul that now leads liberation. What is liberation? Setting free. You now have to fund it with the word because that was the same place that was being funded with sin. Are you getting it? That is why you cannot just be born again 31st night and you're back in the club, January 1. No. Though you are born again, there is no funding. And what happens when you go to a bank and there's no funding? So you see that the, the thing has never been just being born again. It has always been what Jesus said in verse 31. And that's how we are going to close. Bring it back to John 8, 31. And you find that this thing is said in John 8, 31. He has said it in many times, but we have not paid attention. He said, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples. If you, there's the word, if you what? It's remain. It is not he that visited the secret place. It is he that how you become totally free from sin is your ability to keep dwelling. And are you now, do you see why your biggest battle is that you, you struggle within the world? Do, do you see why there is an attack there? Do you see the importance of the attack? Why? When I want to pray and read, that's when the devil will humble himself to become my PA. Olumde, you never send that mail. Oh. Have you not noticed? You become more articulate when you are praying about your chores. Hey. One time I wanted to open Bible. Subconsciously. Instagram. Uh -uh. You get your own mind. Head is saying Bible. Hand goes to the most frequently opened. You are not hearing me. I'm tired. Tables will shatter. For some of you, it's Naira Betts. You show Kabi. <laughs> you know why the hand goes there? You know why the hand goes there? The hand is connected to the body. The body receives information from the soul. And what has been deposited every time there is a phone holding, it is less of Bible, more of Instagram. Online people. You know the way you go to that favorite bar? Hey, we are going there. Yes, yes. Uh, what you, the excuse you give yourself is you go there to watch football. It's lie. And you get there and that auntie sees you and she says your usual abi. Uh -huh. Or that pepper soup spot where they know you. Uh -huh. And some of them, they will say your usual auntie don't follow you. And we all know that auntie is not the one that you put in the house. You know those kind of rubbish things. It's the same way your brain takes initiative. So that the day you say you want to do spiritual things, your brain say, the usual Abby, Instagram. So you now have to do what? Condition. That is why the Bible now, when it talks about the Holy Spirit, it does not talk about half measure. It knows that the only thing that can get your mind
To be fully in Christ is a full measure. That is why we say, do not be drunk with wine unto in excess. But be what? He's saying that if your keg is 25 liters, do not give room for 24 liters. Make sure that you are filled. You know why you should be filled? So that the enemy will not creep in from the one liter that you left unattended to. Because the enemy also wants to take territories. So he starts to start with one liter. He starts to give you reason why your 24 should go to 22. 22 to show you 21. Why that today? Don't sort online. Actually, be God is everywhere. Eh? But it's better in the house of the Lord. Have you heard that? Somebody to hear that. God is everywhere, but he's better in the house of the Lord. Except if you are, you're, you're geographically limited. Yeah. So it starts to reduce the bar of all that God has been telling you. You that you never... Hey, you know one day I was thinking about all the rubbish I've done in my life. And I was asking myself, what, 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 what possessed me? It could, it could have only been possession. But uh, it's not possession. The Bible says, yeah, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It's me that walk there. To show you how if you allow your flesh get control, it will lead you astray. That is why the Bible says, the spirit alone giveth light. The spirit, the flesh accomplishes nothing. So you see, when you get born again, especially when you get born again in the later parts of your life, where you've had 20-something of cognitive years of rubbish. You know they say, you know, you know they used to say, our, our elders used to say that, when the crayfish don't bend, if they have to straight. It's only God that can straighten bent crayfish. And it has to go into daily washing of the water of the world. In its fullness of measure. And that is why you see that one of the things the enemy tells you nowadays, he doesn't tell you don't go to church. He says do church and... Because he knows something. He knows that if I introduce... Hey, 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 Holy Ghost. If I'm introducing vegetarian diet... To someone that has done 27 years of McDonald's. All I need to tell him is, don't stop McDonald's. Just put vegetable in the middle. Make sure it's just one lettuce. And I'm in perpetual chains. And you know the worst type of chains? In my mind, I'm thinking I'm eating healthy. So somebody is thinking that, ah, I don't even better pass last year. Now, I don't even, uh, I just, uh, you know, Thank you for growth. Growth, right? As, as, as my Lord and Savior celebrates growth, he also wants perfection. The Bible says, be thou holy for. He's seeming to say to you that there is yet a destination. As we are taking you, don't lose sight. You know one of the things that a lot of us do? Jesus is saying that we were about to go to third mainland. You're like, ah, God, the one way we do Fadekule, you don't too much. Let's just stay here. God is like, no, I'm taking you to the island. You're like, ah, Baba, Fadekule said, they okay. This little life of, you know, Jaya small, you know, ah, let me just do, she be on doing you now. Baba, see where I do they from, come now. I, I bow to you know now. And you are negotiating, and, and God is like, you see, the thing I want to give you cannot hit you when it's in one half measure. The thing I want to give you cannot land. You see, the, hey, 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 Holy Spirit, I want to build a 10-story building. It cannot land on a weak foundation. It's not only, see, your problem is not that you don't have a foundation, it's that the foundation is weak. The devil is telling you that she build your foundation. No, no, be all foundations, they carry skyscraper. Do you understand me? 
So you come into the house of God with so much expectation and you're like, God, this year, I want to be a millionaire and I don't know that you're praying it or you're singing the song of telling. But you see, whichever one, you must understand that to be that person that God has said you would be, you need to go the way of God alone. And that's where the problem is. So the many years that you have done frolicking in sin, you now need God to help you by consecration. You know the beautiful thing about God? You can have lived in, the, in, in, in sin for 20 years and in six months, God delivers. In two months, God delivers. In fact, if you know the word, it can set you free the same day. A typical example, Sister Fikayo, years of spirit husband, buffeting, molesting, stealing from her, spiritually and physically. Because you know that there's a problem when you have a spiritual problem and somebody is telling you to go to the stream so that they can flog you physically. Problem one, man. But it was just one night between the hours of two and five in the midnight or in the early mornings. She said that, you know what? This word that says, I will know the truth and it will set me free. And he will, the son has set free. It's free indeed. Then she started to engage and she started to speak things. And this time she was not just speaking things she heard of. She was speaking things she now understands and believes. And the battleground came. She slept. And the enemy thought he could come with business as usual. Ah, uh-uh. ah. And the Bible said, what did she say happened? Is it a sword came out from my mouth or something? Scriptures came out. Scriptures came out from my mouth. And it, it made a mess. Oh, yeah, yeah. TKO, technical knockout. It beat and pieces. And that was when she got her deliverance. I'm saying to you, that I am that you have called yourself. You just need few minutes with the word. It will fall off like a scale. Ah, I am poor. I am broke. I cannot amount to anything. Mommy said, hey, you will speak those things that are being not, that be not as though they were. Because Jesus has given you freedom. Are you ready to speak some things? Are you tired of the I am's that the enemy has said? And are you ready? I, I, I'm sorry, I couldn't go to the identity of the devil. Thank you, my brother. The Bible says that he is a liar. NLT says, and he is consistent. Because the devil knows that it is not one time that will get a believer. It's the consistency. And that is why God now also says, if it's about consistency, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high. Because for as long as you keep dwelling, they can't touch you. For as long as you keep dwelling, they can't touch you. So two vital things that we are going to do today. You are going to think about all the I am's that you have called yourself. Or maybe the I am's that they've called you. You see, let me tell you something about truth. Truth does not... Truth does not shy away from your presence predicaments. But truth, truth knows where he's taking you to. Let me tell you something. The Bible said, when they said that girl had died, Jesus said, oh, She's only asleep. And they were laughing. Then if you read further down, and the Bible made reference, and Jesus knowing that the girl had died. Now listen. The spoken words of his mouth said that she, she was sleeping. Even though he knew of, he knew what was going on. But he would not endorse it by saying it. Because he was about to say, woman or daughter, rise. Daughter, rise. 
could not go with the same mouth that says she's dead. So, even though there can be a mental knowledge that, ah, it seems like as if this thing that um, is going through is a, is a pattern. It seems like as if this thing is from my mother's side. It's like as if what happened to daddy is, is about to happen to me. Oh, it's as if, but don't endorse it with your words. Don't. If anything must come out from your mouth, it must be let there be light. God understood that the earth was dark and void. But the first spoken word from God was what? Let there be light. And that is why the Bible says you cannot curse and bless with the same mouth. You must decide on whose you want to be. You must decide to be one that is sticking to only the word he has said. So now, I want some of you to denounce the things that you have said. I am not good enough. It's not of God. Because the Bible says, I am wonderfully and fearfully made. The Bible says, for I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The Bible says that in my weakness, his strength is made perfect. So I want you to cancel everything. Some of you have limited yourself to mediocre. God, any job, stop it. In my father's house, there's a place for you. Very young in my career, I knew that I wanted to work in a multinational. I was saying it. My first job was a one-man business and I was saying it. And I said, God, one year. And God honored my word. Not because I knew how to confess, but he had mercy on my words. But he had something to partner with. And my wife and I, before we knew each other, we would say we want heaven on earth marriage. We are not surprised what we are seeing. If we are not seeing this, we will be surprised. The same way the kids are not here, but we are speaking daily to them. And these ones are not the ones that will be terrors to our nation. These ones will be blessings. These ones will come at their right time. These ones are solution providers. When they come, I will see what I said. The same way, when those things happen, be careful what you have said because you might see it. So now you have an opportunity to cancel everything that the enemy has said. I give you some time. Have that word with your God. That Lord, I denounce everything that I've called it. Oh, this marriage, Seth. This man, Seth. This woman, Seth. Which kind of family they bomb me, Seth. Can you change the words? Can you say like Joseph, I am bringing my family out of poverty. Ah, this Nigeria safe. Make I just get visa, make I jack back. Can you say positive things about this place? saying that the leaders are corrupt can you speak a word and say they will fear God I would rather invest time saying the leaders will fear God than agree with a notion because I know that my God can turn water to wine the same way he can turn an unscrupulous politician to a saving man the same way the one that persecuted the Christians can become one that wrote to third of the New Testament he can change anything Use your mouth to change your situation. With the heart, you believe. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation.
The second thing we are going to do, you know that the reason why you speak so effortlessly the things that you say that are more in line with nonsense is because there is really no spirit living on your inside. And you know, we will go back to this conversation where we said, do you still want to fake it because you are a title holder? Or you want to come like Nicodemus and say, how can I be saved? You may have been born in a Christian setting, so you are familiar with this terrain. You know how it message goes, how they will hype your emotions, get you to confess, then you will go back. But this is a different thing. Because there is a spirit at work to make sure that this salvation stays. Because now you mean it from your heart. If you know today you want the fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit to start to change your mind, to start to change your tongue, to start to change the things that follow your heart. You know, the Bible said that the Holy Spirit is the one that tells us about Jesus. What you are doing now is you are saying, Jesus, I give you room again to not only have a residency, but to have governorship. A resident is subject to the dictates of the, of the landlord. A governor is the one that gives decrees. Are you ready for God to say, okay, so now in this restructuring, no more parties. No, you see your alcohol, we are going to work on it from five bottles to three to two and to one. And guess what? The same feeling you feel when you are high, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. Are you ready? Because you see, until we tackle these things, we are only playing. The system of the world that you have enjoyed can suck you in so easily. This, this new lifestyle needs consistency for you to breathe. So if you know you're that person with all eyes bowed, all heads bowed and all eyes closed, just so that we can help some of you that you are still struggling with shame, I want you to just raise your hand and say, Lord, I'm tired of doing me. I am tired of doing me. And I need you to take lordship. This time is not come and take apartment. Lordship. Be my Lord and Savior. I want you to have these conversations with your God right now. That Lord, me, Olumide, I am inviting you to be Lord. That's what the Yoruba calls it. Come and be Lord over my life. Meaning that when I want to slide left, tell me to slide right. Meaning that when I want to grab my phone to go to Pornhub, tell me to shut that phone down. I need you to have Lordship. Not just companionship. I need Lordship. I can't rule my life the way I'm ruling it. I need a higher power. Oh, Father Lord, these are the words of your children right now. These are the words of your children. The Bible says, every broken and contrite heart the Lord will not despise. So Lord, these are the hands of your children. They are lifting it up. If you are there, just lift up your hands. If you know this is a word for you, just lift up your hands. You know that you have, you have started to enjoy. The Bible says, it says that for those that enjoy the passion of the world, you know that this thing that you used to hate has now become a passion. You silently, secretly are covering it, but you are enjoying it. The Lord can help you. Lord, I come today for you to be Lord and master over my life. I renounce my old ways and I ask you to come to be my personal Lord and Savior. Take rulership be Lord over my life and change my story. From today, I denounce myself from the lies and the father of lies and I give only to you, spirit of truth. Make me and mold me to your perfect image. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glory to God.